Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of famous firsts, it is a love letter to Liza Minnelli, the first person to win an Academy Award, whose mother and father both had also won Academy Awards. True Hollywood royalty, Liza broke out from her parents' shadows at an early age and proved how tremendously talented she was in her own right. At the age of 75, she is still going strong and amazing audiences with her extraordinary performances. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Liza Minnelli, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dear Liza Minnelli, very few performers have the natural talent, charisma, or stage presence you do. Born from show business royalty, it's no surprise that you are in the small group of only 16 EGOT winners. These are people who have won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony Award. In addition to having won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, you have also won two Golden Globes. And as if that were not enough, you were also the winner of a BAFTA Award, a GLAAD Vanguard Award, a British Academy of Film and Television Arts Award, and have been nominated for numerous others, including a Screen Actor Guild Award. You are also the first and only Academy Award winner, whose parents were both Academy Award winners. You were born March the 12th, 1946, in Hollywood, California. As most people know, You are the daughter of singer and movie star Judy Garland and movie producer Vincent Minnelli. You grew up around Hollywood's elite. There was never a time when you were not surrounded by famous movie stars, film studios, powerful directors, and producers. It's hard to imagine the things that you heard or saw. You had a front row seat to behind-the-scenes Hollywood from birth. Frank Sinatra, Mickey Rooney, Dean Martin— Orson Welles and Gene Kelly were just a few of the famous people you grew up around. At the tender age of three years old, you made your film debut starring alongside your famous mother in the 1949 musical In the Good Old Summertime. Sadly, your parents divorced in 1951 when you were six years old. Shortly after, in 1952, your mother remarried Sidney Luft. It was through this marriage that you got your half-siblings, Lorna and Joey Luft. In 1954, your father got remarried to Georgette Manjani and your half-sister, Christiane Nina, Tina Nina, Manelli was born. When you were just 16 years old, you moved to New York City on your own to begin your show business career. 
It didn't take long for you to land your first role in the play Best Foot Forward, which ran for seven months in 1963. Your next major career accomplishment was appearing with your mother in a sold-out show at the London Palladium. Your mother-daughter duo was such a hit that a second night was immediately added. These London Palladium shows with your mom were significant in your personal and professional life. It was when audiences first realized the level of your talent. It also improved and strengthened your relationship with your mother. Last but not least, it is where you met your first husband, Peter Allen, who was a friend of your mom's. For the next several years, you consistently performed on stage, amazing audiences with your energy, talent, and charisma. You also became a fixture on the social scene. In 1965, you won your first Tony Award at the age of 19 for Best Leading Actress in your role in the musical Flora, the Red Menace. Four years later, in 1969, you would be nominated for an Academy Award for your role in The Sterile Cuckoo. In 1972, you won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Variety Special for Eliza with a Z. Your next role is the one you are most identified with, Sally Bowles and Cabaret. The film was a smash hit, and in 1973, you would earn an Academy Award for Best Actress for that famous role. This was particularly impressive considering your competition. That year, Liv Ullman, Diana Ross, Maggie Smith, and Cecily Tyson were your fellow nominees, and you went home with the Oscar. By this time, your first marriage to Peter Allen was officially over. And although most of us know that you were married several times in your life, not everyone knows all of the famous people you dated. At the end of your first marriage, you reconnected with another child of Hollywood, Desi Arnaz Jr., the son of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Of course, the two of you would have known each other, had mutual friends, and seen each other around Hollywood at parties. But now, your relationship was romantic. Desi Arnaz had just ended his relationship with actress Patty Duke, and you were now single also. You were seven years older than Desi Jr. and were living life in the fast lane, deeply entrenched in the party atmosphere of the 70s. Even Desi's mom, Lucille Ball, disapproved and thought you were a bad influence on her son. Desi Arnaz Jr. was your date on that legendary Academy Awards evening when you won for Cabaret. But ultimately, the relationship didn't last long and you broke up a year later. It would be a journey for you to find your way through a myriad of relationships and drug abuse. Your personal and professional life went through some very rough years, but no one ever doubted your tremendous talent. In 1990, the Grammys honored you with the first Grammy Legend Awards, and in 1991, you were deservedly given a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. In 2000, you had seemingly finally won your long struggle with addiction, but in a cruel turn of events, you hit another type of rough streak. This time, you had contracted a serious and almost deadly case of viral encephalitis. You came very close to dying during that illness. But even after you were out of the woods, your doctors told you that you would never speak or walk again. Obviously, this was shattering news. It would be heartbreaking for anyone but for you, 
whose entire life had focused on performing, it was a particularly devastating blow. You showed your strength and resilience, though, when after intense physical and vocal therapy, you proved the doctors wrong. Not only were you able to walk and talk, you were able to perform in front of audiences and you enthralled them with your beautiful voice. In the past, because of the complicated dynamics of your mother-daughter relationship, you would never sing your mother's songs. But during your comeback performance in 2002, you sang Over the Rainbow for the first time in public. You have maintained your sense of humor and joyous demeanor throughout your life. We all loved your funny guest appearances on the sitcom Arrested Development, in which you played a man-eating milf named Lucille Ostero. Although the writers had you in mind when they developed the role, they never imagined that you would actually agree to play it. But you saw the humor in it and had fun with the role. Today, you are enjoying a resurgence of popularity and interest since being featured heavily in Netflix's Halston. It's true that you are no stranger to professional and personal ups and downs, but you have managed to weather the storms. Having recently celebrated your 75th birthday, you have outlived many of your counterparts from the Studio 54 party days and have had professional achievements many can only dream of. Here's to you, Liza Minnelli. Your talents as an actress, singer, dancer, and overall performer have dazzled us for years. You have managed to go through significant struggles and repeatedly come out on top. You are a true icon of the entertainment world. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.